Hello and welcome to the podcast of Tech EU. I am your host, Andre Degeler. In our today's episode, I would like you to listen to an interview with Jonas Gialoke, the co-founder and chairman of Airtame. And if you have ever been to a meeting room where the person presenting is struggling to connect their laptop to the screen or the projector and nothing is working and the cable is broken, so you understand the pain that this startup is trying to remove. Jonas co-founded Airtame back in 2013, but recently he stepped down as the CEO. So I also uh, took this opportunity to ask him about the reasons for this decision and also his future plans. I met Jonas at the Tech Barbecue conference in Copenhagen earlier this year. And I have to say that the weather was very nice that day. So we talked outside, which means that you may hear some background noise. Now let's dive in. I'm Jonas and I'm co-founder of Airtame. And uh, Airtame is a screen platform, kind of like a, a Chromecast or Apple TV for mm-hmm. businesses and for schools, educational institutions, but doing much more, taking care of rolling out several hundreds, several thousands of computers mm-hmm. that you attach to your display or your projector. And then from your own phone or computer, you can wirelessly mirror your own display cross platforms you can from a cloud platform administer all of your screens from an IT perspective software updates uh, and settings and all that but also control what this display should show when nobody is not presenting to them which means that uh, you know reception areas where you want videos or where you want presentations you can control like what that content is, you know, KPI dashboards in team settings, activities at school that week. And, you know, all that you can deploy basically from our cloud platform. So you make sure the content on the displays are context-based and actually timely. And when they should show something else, you don't have to go and plug a USB stick or something, you know, with new content. Or you can you can do that all that from from the cloud, right? And you can use both. So you can have you know a screen showing a KPI dashboard, you know, as the background, so to speak. But if you have a little huddle meeting and you need to show something, you can also just mirror up to that display. So we, we kind of combine those two things, right? So that's essentially what we're what we're doing there, team and. And, and how about yourself uh, personally? So what, uh, what led you to uh, founding, founding this company? Yeah, so uh, we started uh, out eight years ago now. We, we, I, I had some companies before that, but as a young gun starting at you know, 19, 20 years old, trying to, uh, we should do a startup, right? But nothing, uh, nothing crazy before Airtame. Um, so, but we, we liked the fact that we could solve an interesting problem that we kind of felt and we saw an opportunity in, in actually solving, right? And I was an IT supporter, literally going around and, you know, replacing broken HDMI cables and coming with adapters to people that were frustrated because their meeting had started and they couldn't get the technology to work. And there was a broken uh, HDMI cable or pin or again, they needed an adapter and they called the IT guy that was me and I, you know, and they were furious at me even though I couldn't, I couldn't know, right? So I was frustrated that A, we used cables and adapters that was super, super old school and that I couldn't be proactive in making sure that the technology in the meeting rooms was actually working before people were starting to have, a, have having a meeting, right? And one of the guys I, I co-founded another company with, he had a solution uh, for himself, which was that he gamed. He's a computer scientist. He, he gamed uh, at home 
And the thing was that his stationary machine was in his bedroom. And when his girlfriend needed to sleep, he wanted to play computer games, but he couldn't sit there, right? So he, he, he made a little software program that could mirror the stationary computer screen onto his little netbook so he could be in the living room playing games that ran on the stationary machine. And he showed me that, and we were like, we could get, you know, if we can share from one computer to another computer wirelessly, we could do that to a display or to a projector, avoiding the HDMI cables that I was fiddling around with, and maybe have a service that could also allow me as an IT supporter to pro- proactively make sure that people don't fucking waste time mm-hmm. when they have a meeting, right? So we took that, and uh, and he got it up and running on a Raspberry Pi mm-hmm. as a prototype, so we could plug that in to a display, and he, from his computer, could mirror the display up to the screen. Mm-hmm. And that was obviously a huge thing, right? Yes. And we used that to then create the company and crowdfund uh, as, as a way to get started. Okay. So we, we crowdfunded back in the campaign in the beginning of 2014, where we raised $1.3 million to, to get going. So that was, you know, how we, you know, felt the pain and, and saw a way for for you know, ridding the world of HDMI cables, <laughs> so and and that was you know how it started, and now it's it it has evolved into, it's not only eliminating the cables, it's we should make better use of the bigger services, which are the displays and the projectors right now. Mm-hmm. If we reduce the barrier of interacting with those or communicating through those, we think we can just participate a little bit to improve the collaborative environments and improve mm-hmm. the communication at school and, and at work. Because it's a little bit like tablets mm-hmm. before the iPad came. Tablets was, yeah, it's okay and stuff, but it needed to be much easier to use. And that was what the iPad did. And then suddenly there was new use cases and you actually make use of, of that surface to a much larger degree. We think there's a huge un- untapped potential in, in, in turning a display into a really nice uh, experience that is really, really easy to use and thereby creating new ways of, of working. For example, we sell a lot to education. Um, and if it's, it's very banal, but if, if you eliminate the HDMI cable, you free up the teacher to be everywhere in the room and you allow the students to participate to a martial arts degree instead of they have to walk up to the teacher, yeah, plug yeah. in a cable, which means that you can design the classroom in a completely different way. You can you don't have everyone needs to face the teacher. You can have, you know, round tables grouping around. You can have multiple displays and or projectors. So multiple people can show you know, what they're working on at the same time. And the teacher, again, can walk around. So it can be more engaging just by removing a little yeah, cable, yeah, yeah. which is interesting, of, yeah, of course, yeah. to us. So how, how big is the company now in terms of uh, how many people do you have, how many clients, uh, how do you measure yourselves? Yeah. Um, so we're, um, what are we, 85 uh, people now. Mm-hmm. Uh, HQ here in, in Denmark. We have, uh, the U.S. is the biggest market for us. Okay. That's kind of two-thirds of the revenue. So we have a New York office and an L.A. office. And then we have a Budapest office uh, that is uh, also where some product uh, mm-hmm. uh, teams also is, is based. In terms of clients, I think we have uh, more than 20,000 organizations that are, has at least one air team and is using one air team actively. And we have about 100,000 active screens. 
where we power, you know, the screen and it's actually or actively being used. And and when I say screen, it's also projectors, right? So these yeah, big yeah. bigger services. Right. So so you mostly sell to other organizations or to educational institutions. Yeah. Does it make any sense at all for like um, customers at home? We we thought so in the beginning uh, when we crowdfunded uh, again in the uh, beginning of 2014. We uh, we presented Airtime as wireless HDMI for everyone. Because what we did was just whatever you have on your own device, you just mirror that wirelessly to a display or projector. Mm-hmm. So if you show a movie, if you show an Excel sheet, if you show a PowerPoint, if you show whatever you show, you can just transfer that. We, we learned, which was very good through the crowdfunding campaign, that it was too broad of a focus, okay. not surprisingly. But all the little dilemmas and decisions we needed to make, both in terms of the features that we developed, the, the messaging, who we went after, the, the channel setup distribution, uh, all of that stuff that was way too broad going also after the home market. Plus, we saw a bigger you know gap in the professional market because in the home market, it's two huge markets, the future of television, the future of entertainment, and the connected home, where the TV at home is in many ways what kind of controls or starting to control you know, the connected devices at home. And, and therefore, we had all the biggest players, Apple, Google, so forth, focusing on that. Right. So we said, okay, uh, Sauron, if you say, you know, <laughs> has, have seen the Lord of the Rings, right? His eye is on the home. There's an opportunity for us in, uh, in the professional space. Plus, it was also scratching our own itch. We were in meetings all day. We didn't have time to watch television. So we wanted something just like, Let's get the meeting, or again, the class, to work. That, that's where we can uh, actually contribute. So doesn't mean that, you know, there is an overlap. There are some people that use it at home, but it's not something we focus on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we focus entirely on the professional space. And again, what can help people collaborate better on a high level? Right. And of course, then in con- concrete terms, what is that? Is it an expensive thing, Airtime? No. <laughs> it's it's definitely worth the purchase. <laughs> no, um, in a professional base, we're at the the more affordable end. Some of our competitors, maybe you have used the button that you need to plug into your computer, click a button, and other al- alternatives. They are two times up to five times as expensive as us. We want to be a solution where instead of that, it's only the executive board meeting rooms expensive meeting rooms that can afford some like technology like that we wanted something where say like i want this in all of my displays or projectors so it actually scales doesn't mean it's cheap and back to it's definitely worth it but we are on the more affordable end of the spectrum so in the professional a, market kind of, what, what kind of a ballpark amount are we talking so I, I know I, I understand it's like the bulk purchase yeah so i uh, yeah so that was the qualitative description mm-hmm. of it but uh, it's 499 mm-hmm. per uh, computer you need one per display or projector mm-hmm. and then the cloud platform is 120 bucks per year mm-hmm. per again screen so that is that is the the pricing uh, right, right. No, I mean, I, I think it makes sense for uh, uh, for the uh, professional environment, uh, for sure. And I also read uh, uh, in the description uh, on the website of Tech Barbecue that uh, uh, you have uh, recently stepped down as the CEO. So can you talk more about that? So like what, uh, yeah. w- w- what made you to <laughs> decide this? Again, as mentioned, we're about 85 people now. We're past crisis, honestly. 
you know, the whole pandemic hit us hard. All of our customers went home, but we're back and we see, uh, you know, the market is, is, is getting back. We see great opportunities for growing the company. And as part of that, we took our new CEO, Martin, in who has been part of the next phase, you know, growing from 100 people to 600 people or, you know, scaling the company uh, internationally and all of that stuff. And we wanted to optimize for speed and for quality. And and he can do a better job than I can for the next phase because he's tried it before. Plus, I can be freed up to be, so to speak, more strategic. So be involved in, in strategic things like fundraising, like uh, business model, like partnerships, like things like that. And and that what that's what also it's it's a good fit for me. So it was it was a really good match. So I'm still very much active, you know. Even though I'm I'm a chairman now, I'm an active chairman. So it's not only like meeting per quarter or something. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it was it was a better fit for the business. And then uh, I you know my you know personal agenda, even if I had that, shouldn't shouldn't you know uh, be in the way of doing what's best for the company. We expect everyone to think like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that goes for the CEO, that goes for founders, that goes for, for everybody as well. So we want to just build a great business and, and this was uh, the best decision. And then strategically speaking then, uh, where do you see the future of uh, your team as a company? You know, the, the strategic positioning of the company is we would like to be the go-to place for people that simplify the use of their displays and projectors. These common bigger surfaces should be, uh, you know, very easy to use and should actually be um, our new shared device almost. Like, because we have, you know, we, I don't know if we love our phone, but we like our phone, right? And we like our personal devices. No no one really gives a fuck about the the black piece that's hanging in, in a meeting room or in a, in a classroom. We would, we see that as an opportunity. It should be much, you know, they should be liked as well because it's easy and because they do something for for the for the quality of the class for the for the meeting. Um, and we would like to be a, a so to speak screen platform that could support that. But it's also if other services should communicate something on a screen, we should be the infrastructure for that. If there's a fire and you need to communicate something, you need you should go through us. Right. If there's a message, could be the you know coffee machine it needs to get cleaned, or somebody rings the doorbell, or you know everything in between. We made a sale. Uh, whatever we would like to just have on a screen that's part of a unique context, physical environment. We want to be the infrastructure for that. Right. Now that makes a lot of sense. It really kind of reminds me of the sci-fi movies where you just have your like handheld device and then with one tap or one slide of the fingers, like the stuff from the that screen goes to the bigger screen or like a hollow screen in the yeah, 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 in the yeah. air. So this is something that you're report yeah, kind yeah. of uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, so hopefully if we can you know push things in in that direction, so your personal devices becomes this magic wand almost of controlling the bigger displays and when it needs to because sometimes like right now what we're doing we have a conversation it's the same in a meeting uh, situation and in class sometimes it's only between people but other times the shortest way to understanding something to teaching something to communicate something is to look at the same thing at the same time yeah right it's it's a little bit more abstract but but when the closest way to understanding, debating, discussing, learning something is to visually look at the right thing at the right time. We should play a role. But if that's not the case, we should shut up. 
So that's also what, like how we think. It's it's not only about using us as much as possible. Sometime in the meeting, you look you look the person in the eye and you, you do you know talk through something, and we don't play a part. But when we do, we should do that you know super super easy and reliable. So you know it's it it stops you know becoming a joke that everyone has been in a meeting and the technology doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. Every single person that I've been, I've been speaking to has been in that meeting or those meetings. And if we could stop that joke because it's actually reliable and it just works and when I need to use the screen, it works. We would like to be able to to actually change that yeah. and, and uh, yeah. not make a joke out <laughs> of it anymore. Uh, do you think we're actually going to get to a point when uh, we will have maybe some alternative kind of technology, but something that will be built in in all the screens and like uh, there won't be a need for hardware like AirTime anymore? Yes and no, but uh, we're... It's, it's ever important to say that we're not only a hardware company. We're actually mostly a software company. Okay. So the hardware is the enabler for the software and the platform to run on the displays, in the cloud, on your phone and computer. Um, so the majority of what we do is software. When hardware is needed to enable that, we have that now. We probably have something in the future, but it could also be built in uh, later on. Like at some point, it is built in. So how much of that we build in, in hardware, that's the question. Uh, probably some, but definitely the software and definitely the, the entire platform. Um, so we effectively need to replace ourselves over the, over the years with software or with the new piece of hardware that is needed. And whether like in the far future that is only displays or that can be tables or walls or you know something else where you can have a, a shared visual surface then you can look to to again get a bit a bit closer and 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 increase the understanding of what is what is it is you you talk about right. or teach. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, well, Jonas, thank you so much. Uh, that was it for my questions. Thanks a lot for taking the time to answer them, and uh, good luck with what you're doing with AirTame. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. And this is it for today's episode. Thanks to Jonas for joining. Thanks to Tech Barbecue for bringing us together. And big thanks to you for listening. If you like our show, follow us today wherever you listen to your podcast. And if that place has a possibility to rate and review the show, please do that as well. Our audio engineering is done by SoundPulse, that is sound-pulse.com. Your questions, suggestions, and opinions are very welcome. Please do send them to podcast at tech.eu. This was TechEU Podcast. I am Andre Daigler, and I will talk to you again very soon. For now, take care and enjoy your week. Bye-bye.